You're listening to a special broadcast produced by UMFM 101.5 in partnership with the Winnipeg Folk Festival, running Thursday, July 7th through Sunday, July 10th at picturesque Birds Hill Park. The Winnipeg Folk Festival is a celebration of people and music that has been one of North America's premier outdoor music festivals for over 40 years. Hello, I'm John Prentice, host of Planet Mainstage, and this episode spotlights James Culleton, who will be performing songs from his new children's album, Super Fun, at the Chickadee Big Top stage on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For the full lineup and a complete list of set times, to purchase tickets, and for more information on the Winnipeg Folk Festival, visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca. Welcome to the show. That was James Culleton from the title cut from his newest musical endeavor, Super Fun. James, one of our favorites, Winnipeg artist and musician. He's been on the show several times and I'm happy to have him here today. This uh, excerpt from his bio on jamesculleton.com neatly tells us about James. He is multifaceted. He's a designer who uses his skills as a painter, sculptor and musician to feed his passion for creativity. Right now, via Zoom, I'm happy to have him here to talk about the latest music project. It is super fun. Hi, James. Hi. (laughs) So, you know, before we dive in, I just want to say this new record just emanates with the fun uh, that you're having doing it. Um, So congratulations on that (laughs) thank you yeah and it was uh it was indeed super fun to record put together create a coloring book about videos all all the things for all the songs it was it's been great so maybe uh describe super fun as a package i guess what is it yeah so after doing uh my last kids record unusual friendships um, which is based on my aunt's book, I decided I wanted to do an album completely of songs uh, for kids that I that I wrote or, uh, you know, close friends of mine wrote. And so the songs I was thinking, you know, what what are kids into? What do they like? You know, thinking of my kids and just friends, kids and stuff. And so I'm singing about science and outer space and dinosaurs. And, um, and then a lot of the songs seem to circle around like, making art making music and just and and being creative and 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 kids uh inherently have these all these talents within them and and a lot of the songs just say you know really there are no mistakes and um here's how to write a song and here's how to here's here's how to choose something to paint and so uh, i found that kids music is a great crossover for my visual art because there's just so much creativity in in that genre i think mm-hmm. is is it is this project taking over your your life right now or <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it certainly was and the lead up to playing the folk fest my first time and i'll be in the kids tent with the super fun james colton super fun show 
and full band. It it is yeah. It sort of took over everything for a long period of time. Uh, I did a Kickstarter, and the, so the vinyl is on order now, thanks to a whole bunch of people who helped me with that. And I've, you know, there's T-shirts, there's stickers, there's download cards. Uh, it just goes on and on. You know, it's it's one of these records when you put on that first song, the super fun song. Um, it it blows your hair back. It is sort of like, wow. Like, yeah. um, and then you get into some of the more thoughtful, mm. thoughtful pieces, but the, but super fun itself. We recorded it as the, it was the last song on a long day of recording, doing the, all the bed tracks. And when I played it for everybody, uh, everyone was just, we just got our second wind and we just, you know, and like Grant Siemens is on there and it, and, and the guitar licks on there and, and the energy with uh, that he plays is so uh, so amazing. The the song was actually written by my friend uh, uh, Roger Malo, and um, he's uh, he's just he knows how to write a good pop song. And uh, I always ask him every album. I ask him, hey, what do you got? What song do you have for me? And this time it was super fun. And uh, yeah, it it does not disappoint. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, you're uh, disguising it as uh, for kids. Because I think it works, uh, like it really works for all ages. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah. And, and we always, um, I'm a, like, I'm pretty, uh, I like a kid's album that, you know, adults can listen to. And uh, Grant Siemens pr- helped me produce this. And so he made sure that musically it is like sonically, it is, a, I think, a work of art. Mm. And and so the, you know, each song has a nice groove or a, you know, good guitar riff or, uh, you know, and uh, combine that with funny lyrics. And and so um, we've played the super fun show uh, at the zoo um, and uh, at times change. I did a show. I've got a bunch of li- shows at libraries coming up. But whenever I play it, it's sort of the kids of uh, first couple songs. Kids are going wild and then they're, you know, the parents you can see are laughing at some of the lyrics. And so it's certainly for for all ages. And And I wonder, too, like if you. If you put a if you put an album out that has sort of a kid theme, but it it is like musically, it is certainly uh, acceptable as adult music. You know, it's like there's a lot of good players uh, like Joanna Miller, uh, Al Simmons is on there, um, Tom Foti, uh, Paul Balcane, um, You know, all recorded at Scott's place at the song shop. So it's a recipe for uh, good music. So uh, each of the songs um, on the album has has a story, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to. There's eleven cuts. So um, maybe you can tell us about them, and we can we will play some more of them actually as we go along here. So we've uh, we've heard super fun, and all I can say about that is uh, dance, dance, dance. <laughs> uh, well, and and I think I think for as a kids performer, you cannot disappoint. You need to be yeah. full steam ahead, and uh, and I I lean on anything I can learn from Al Simmons. Uh, I do, and he's sort of been he's been helping me uh, throughout this process of making the record, and and I just bounce ideas off him. He uh, I call it uh, I call it mentorship. He calls it therapy. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, but the so another song on there, um, the second track is called H2O. But basically, I was just describing the importance of water, you know, like um, and talking about, you know, if we didn't have water, what would it be like? 
it's funny because some of the things I say, like, uh, you know, it'd be really hard to eat macaroni without water, you know, like it'd be, it'd be way too crunchy. <laughs> and uh, after super fun, the first time I performed super fun, I was so out of breath that I was glad the next song was H2O. It was slow and I could drink water because it was, <laughs> it was a, the prop I had, you know, <laughs> actually the note I wrote down about, about H2O is this is a love song. You know, it actually, to me, is a beautiful love song to water. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that makes sense to me. And it has a nice it's kind of a nice mellow sounding tune and um, a good one to uh, to drench yourself in after. Uh, super. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom, zoom, the wayward space traveler finding our solar system. Mm -hmm. And then you take it from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's interesting when you're, when you're writing songs like this, there's a certain amount of research that happens, right? So, uh -huh. you know, I'm, I'm looking at the order of the planets. I'm looking at their livability. When I was writing, I was like, well, who would be concerned with this? You know, someone moving to the solar system and, and trying to find a place to live. So when I was, uh, when I was a little kid, I had this, uh, this birthday song that was, uh, it was like, Hey, Jimmy, it's your birthday. My name is zoom and I live on the moon. And, uh, and so for some reason, the, the title stuck as Zoom Zoom was the name of the song. But essentially, it's this, you know, it's this guy in a spaceship who who flies in and he experiences all the planets. And, you know, it's raining. Uh, it's raining diamonds and like with supersonic winds and Neptune. So he's not going to live there. You know, the atmosphere is too thin on Mars. So he's not going to live there. It's too hot on Venus. So finally, he gets to Earth. And it's like, whoa, you know, gravity, there's life. I love this place. And <laughs> and and the the most hilarious part is when we recorded the video for it, I made a full-size spaceship and we took it down to the forks, and it was probably minus 25 or something. Like it was it was pretty cold. And I'm wearing this space suit and this I'm carrying around this spaceship. And people are just not, I don't think one person looked at me. Like it didn't seem <laughs> not, it didn't seem like it was a, a strange occurrence to them. They were just, you know, going about their business and I'm walking around to the spaceship. And then, <laughs> and then with the help of Leif Norman, that magician, he, uh, we Photoshopped, uh, like we sort of green screened a, a small version of the spaceship into it as well. So we created this sort of like almost like old school, like lo-fi Doctor Who video, you know, like uh, for for the song. And it's uh, yeah, it's kind of a cowboy song. But in this case, it's like a space cowboy, you know, traveling across the universe. Supersonic winds, raining diamonds. It wasn't very You are listening to an interview with artist, musician, James Culleton. That was Zoom Zoom from his new album, Super Fun.
James will be performing at the Winnipeg Folk Festival, and the album is available on Spotify and Bandcamp. The Egg Song. And uh, I, this song is educational. Um, <laughs> oh, and 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 for for Planet Mainstage, it's world music, you know, perfect. Uh, and I'm not yoking. So anyway, um, <laughs> so maybe yeah, that it, it takes you on a little trip. Not only about t- telling you about eggs, and <laughs> uh, a really funny way, but uh, you get to experience. Um, the menus of the world, right? Yeah, 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 we do. Um, yeah, and that was sort of, I see this one kind of as a, I've been everywhere, but in this case, it's with, uh, with eggs and, and how, how many different ways can you eat an egg? And we actually got, um, we got a sponsorship from the um, Manitoba egg producers uh, to do a video for it. Like I sent them the song and they loved it. And so we went out to St. Rose de Lac and shot, uh, shot a video at the egg farm there. We built wow. a little a, a alien, a puppet alien by Curtis Weeb. And uh, wow. like, this is Way talk to go. About su- super fun. <laughs> this is what you do, you know, like each song <laughs> is a journey. And, uh, and the trick for me for that song, it's, it's the memorization where it's like, Le Zouf Coquette, Creme Brulee, Huevos Rancheros, Sausage Wrap, Scotch Eggs. Can't have you tried your egg Spanish fried, Cayetze is an omelet, that's Thai. Like, if I can get all of them, all 50, you know, egg types in a row, people lose it. Like, they're like, wow, how did you do that? And it's it's my love of eggs that drove me to do it, really. Uh, I, uh, I love eggs. I often uh, thought, you know, like there's uh, been opportunities missed. They might, the biggest one... Um... You know uh, Peter Paul Van Camp, of course, I guess, mm-hmm. and he has his uh, he has uh, a song, every uh, you know a poem, I guess it is, um, but he's always asked to do at festivals when he's hosting is uh, it's a poem about milk, milk, milk. products. Oh yeah, I've heard I've he- heard the yeah. milk one actually. Yeah, 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 I've heard and, that. Uh, one. So I I I I don't know. I sort of hinted to him and hinted to I used to know the people on the milk marketing board, and it would have been a really great marriage, but it never happened. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and i think as a like a, a little tip to all the artists out there um if all you have to do is ask you know and uh, i know i when i i did a book of drawings once lyrical lines and um i used uh sakura jelly rolls which is a a, a type of pen and i used it for all the drawings and i sent sakura a thank you i put them in my book and i said you know what i couldn't have done it without you guys and they sent me like a whole bunch of pens like because they were so happy and and it's sort of like um and telling people like like you're happy with what they do and they uh i mean that's just uh that's a win-win you know it's why not and uh yeah the egg producers thought this was hilarious they don't know what i'm planning for the video though so it's kind of funny but we included uh an egg farmer and um and it should be, it should turn out pretty good, I think. We're just in the editing stages right now. There are many ways that I like to eat some eggs. It really cracks me up that a chicken laid it. There are many ways I've found I'm not yoking around. So many exciting ways to eat an egg. 
You might have them over hard, over soft, or over medium. Maybe scrambled basically you could poach them, you could bake them. Try them deviled, you can try them fried. Or in a nice hash or up sunny side. So, you know, um, we've already mentioned it that uh, the big show coming up is um, the, the folk festival, the Chickadee Big Top, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, all these songs have visual components. Are you ready with uh, all the different props and everything that you're going to need to to do with these songs? Or yeah, and I'm honing I'm honing them as we speak. Um, yeah. I've been doing the super fun performance as a solo thing for a while, and I would play videos in the background, and uh, and and then I would be kind of dancing around with these props, and I have different costumes and things like you know for the my job I've got like different hats and I'm throwing newspapers around and, you know, um, so I do have, uh, several props. I have like probably about, you know, two suitcases and, uh, but I, I'm trying to up my game a little bit because I know the trick with a prop, if you pick it up, it better do something pretty good, you know? (laughs) And, and I'm used to usually when I'm performing music, I've, I've got a guitar and I'm singing and, and I don't really have that opportunity, but, at this show, I don't have a guitar. I just have a headset and I'll be singing and, uh, and then, you know, doing stuff. Um, and there's, there's actually a funny um, one song um, called uh, what should I paint? Yep. And part of it is sort of um, kind of the process that an artist goes through when they go to draw something. So in the song, I walk around the crowd and at this one moment, I hold a note and I do a blind contour drawing of the person that's in front of me as I'm holding that note. And then at the end of the note, it's like, here it is. Here's a here's a portrait of you. There's also that interactive thing that happens with kids performing that is a little different than just up there playing a song. Um, yeah. You have to engage them, right? Yeah. And uh, I remember when I was playing the Maple Syrup uh, Festival in McCreary and I did that the shtick where I drew this one kid and I turned and showed it to them. And the little kid looks at it and goes, no, no. <laughs> like yeah. it didn't, it didn't look like them. So of course yeah. I, I wrote their name underneath and, and I showed them and oh. I'm like, well, it's your name is here. It must be you. Yeah. Um, I think kids are really receptive to that, but they're also pretty harsh critics. Like they don't have filters. eh? Believe it or not is uh, an introduction to imagination and how science helps our imaginings using using a fun fave example dinosaurs yay (laughs) Mm -hmm. science is a thing that's like it's kind of humble in the sense that it does its research it comes up with a solution but if after more research you know um they find out an answer is different then then it changes you know it's it's pretty fluid like that as long as there's that the scientific proof and research that goes with it. Like the Tyrannosaurus Rex is like a, a great, a, a great example where, you know, in Jurassic Park, it's this big monster that's super fast and loud. And it wasn't like that. Like after more research, you find out that they're kind of slow and they're, they're kind of pretty looking like feathers and stuff. So um, but the uh, interesting thing is the kids probably know these facts though. So this song is more of a celebration of, Hey, I know that already, you know, because they, oh, yeah, yeah. How many times have you found the kids know more than you do, you know, sort of thing? Yeah. And then a, a, a really good one, of course, colors. It's, uh, again, like, you know, props with that one for sure, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that one is sort of, I did a lyric video that shows a color wheel and it's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of spinning and, 
it's pretty it's pretty simple um but it's sort of as we were recording it 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 kind of turned into um yeah i don't know like there's we did i did two vocal tracks one spoken and one singing and we decided to use them both into the same song and uh it's it's interesting because I you know I go through the primary colors and then I talk about the secondary colors how they're a mixture of the primaries and then how all these six colors make a rainbow and uh, I assume most kids know that stuff already but if they don't you know here's an opportunity to uh, to learn a little bit about color and mixing color like that's one of the great things about paint or pencil crayons or oil pastels you know you got to know yellow and blue make green right. <laughs> Speaking of green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of green. You know, it's uh, it's definitely my favorite song in the album. I, I, you know, it's it in a way sort of simple. It doesn't have a lot of the heavy weight of uh, import of maybe the other songs, but uh, it just visually it just conjures up, you know, this neat stuff. And I love the, the pace of the song. Using the epitome of green, a frog. <laughs> it's my favorite on the album because it has it just has a really good groove but yeah it's kind of a, i mean the song itself is about basically about a dream uh dreaming everything in green almost and meeting this frog yeah. and they're really green and their eyes are green and their tongue is green and yeah. and then all of a sudden you see their dog and the dog is green and um <laughs> so and then it's yeah. sort of the song speeds up into chaos yeah. and then finally you know they wake resolves up resolves at the end <laughs> yeah yeah he was an ordinary fellow, not much to talk about Except one thing that made him stand out He was green, not just green The greenest, greenest green that has ever been Um, and in my job? Uh, basically it's my resume, you know, like over the, over the years. And, and one, one of the, the moral of the song is, you know, sure. Every job you work at, you're trying to make money and, but really it's the people and the faces that you remember along the way that really make those special moments. And, and, and I think like when I'm, when I'm talking with kids, when I'm playing these, this song in particular, I'm like, you know what, you're going to be a lot of things, you know, like, um, you're going to do a lot of jobs and, but just remember it's those people throughout that make, uh, that journey special. Once I was a paper boy with a paper route. I'd get up early and deliver all my papers to every house. First the Herald, then the Free Press. It was the job that I liked best when I was a paper boy with a paper route. Every everybody's knows. Do we have to get uh, permission from Leonard Cohen to do that one? Going well, on it, you know, it's funny. The so the melody. I'm not sure how it came about, but yeah, I think I was listening to Everybody Knows. Yeah, and then I was like, Everybody's knows, you know. Yeah. And so now the song is all about noses and smelling. And there I am again researching, you know. Um, you know, African elephants have the best nose hoses, um, you know, and so I'm just I'm just kind of jokingly talking about how we smell and how dogs can smell better than us. And, um, and but it's it is totally uh, 
it's inspired by Leonard Cohen, which is one of, you know, one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> right. So uh, when I went to put the video up on YouTube, it immediately said, Oh, you know, the melody belongs to Leonard Cohen. And so of course I credit Leonard Cohen um, wherever I can uh, mm. with the melody, but those words, I don't know if he'd approve or not. I think he would. He, I think he would have thought it was funny. Like it's like the weird Al Yankovic version of his song, you know? Um. How to write a song, last one, which is a you know a good one to uh, end your listening enjoyment of the super fun, uh, mm-hmm. because then you can go off and do your own super fun album, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and in the in the coloring <laughs> book, there's a section where it gives you a, a spot where you can write write up your own song too, using using some of my tips. And the m- musically, that song kind of sounds like like it it just it sounded like kind of a rock song at first. And then Paul Balkane came and did some saxophone on it. And all of a sudden it feels like it's Saturday Night Live and it's in it's the last song. And you're like, well, thanks for coming. You know, it's sort of a it, it's a good exit song in that it feels like, you know, you've resolved everything and gives you simple tips about uh, about how to write a song like um this here's a song about how to write a song. I think you should give it a try. You can't get it wrong. Just write down some words, no matter how absurd, to a favorite melody. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon, before too long, you'll be singing it, you see. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's got other tips, too. You know, like write about things you love. Yeah. Um, write about funny things. Um, so it's a beginning, actually, that, and rather than an ending, that, that song. <laughs> yeah, it could it well uh, continuance, you know. It's yeah. sort of like you might have come to the end of this album, but now what what's your album going to be like and I can't wait. <laughs> so, can we credit anybody else or anybody else you want to talk about in making of the album? Do you have a lot of the same people you've had on other albums like uh, Um, well there was I mean there when I think of uh special moments in the recording, I mean like recording at Scott's place with Jamie Sitar is always uh really really easy and like fruitful you know mm-hmm. but um there was a moment where um i had carrie latimer come in on the zoom zoom song for some do some theremin uh-huh. and as she's doing the theremin uh al simmons is in the room and he's got a like a spring on a can and he's swinging it around over his head <laughs> to get this like spaceship kind of uh-huh. like a kadoing i can hear it up. i can hear it <laughs> yeah and uh so yeah that very moment was uh was pretty special yeah. and then um i mean joanna miller is the you know probably the most versatile drummer in the city and so talented yeah. Yeah. so it's great to have her on the album yeah um yeah, and then I mean, I don't know. It's uh, I I think I use my family as a sounding board for a lot of these songs too, as I'm going about doing it. So you know, you gotta thank them and thank the kids and you know Drew and Finn and all their help. Um, actually, it was Finn, my youngest, who did the album cover for me, the cover of Super Fun. So another so- talented artist there. It just explodes into your consciousness that album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to get you a T-shirt. This is uh, <laughs> sure. You're, okay, you're gonna need a super fun shirt. Yeah, I'll wear it at the festival. I'll be at a walking advertisement, and you're on every day there, eh? Yeah, one show on each of the days, and then uh, and then I'll be I'll have my labyrinth there as well this year again. I'll be mowing the labyrinth, which is kind of next to the kids' stage. It's not that far. 
What's that again? I forgot. Uh, well, every year, probably for the past over the past decade, I've I've made a maze out of grass, like a labyrinth. Okay. And uh, and so I go out there with my lawnmower and uh, and make a pattern. Like sometimes it's a spiral or a, like a more traditional labyrinth pattern. Um, basically, I give the earth sort of a, a bad haircut, and then I comb it with a rake. I rake it all out, nice, and uh, and kids plow through there. They love it. I'm looking forward to the folk festival and you know, I, I go to the kids, kids area, you know, like there's like when you, how could you not be there when there's an Al Simmons show? I and, know, I know. <laughs> and uh, James Colton show now. And uh, one year I was there uh, for um, a classic performer a few years ago. And that was uh, Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul and Mary. Mm. That was pretty neat doing uh, being amazed how kids knew the words to, Puff the magic dragon. So he's like in tears because his three-year-old knew the, knew the words. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got that on vinyl for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks, John. Yeah. This here's a song about how to write a song. I think you should give it a try. You can't get it wrong. This here's a song. Right. You can't get it wrong. Write down some words, no matter how absurd. I'm John Prentice, and you've been listening to a special podcast spotlighting James Culleton, who will be performing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Chickadee Big Top stage at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. To hear more featured artists, visit umfm.com. Get tickets for this year's festival running July 7th through 10th at Birdsill Park. Visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca.